0: Cafe <laughs> 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 Mike's Daily Podcast Look at that It's F-F- episode 2027, 2027 mm. And I'm doing another show today Mike's Daily Podcast So many daily podcasts in a row I often get interrupted And so this is quite an achievement Thank you Joe and Bunny for having us over at the park today in Podcaster Valley. What can I say? The podcast picture today is of Basil the Boxer and I sitting out on the grass. Mike's Daily Podcast. Neil DeGrasse Tyson. DeGrasse School. DeGrassey. Was that the third show? Mike's. That show is called that, right? Daily. I'm Mike Matthews. Podcast. No video. No video of this show please No video I was explaining to my lovely lady friend That once upon a time Before all of us became video stars Video stars killed the Television stars And as I mentioned in the last show Everybody on television is now trying to look like YouTube stars Because they, they got to just deal with what they have And surprise surprise A lot of celebrities had crappy studios Now... The companies that do the shows, some may go back... Hey, we'll send uh, Frank over to set up... Frank is a woman's name, right? Is going to come over... P-H-R-A-N-K... Frank is going to come over and set up a studio at your house. So be ready, Kelly Clarkson. Here comes the guy who's going to set up your studio. And that's what happened for a lot of the very... um, Let's just say, the people that make money in this world, the faces that make money, the Kelly Clarksons, the Elegy is. what's Ellen doing with the, what, what is happening? Anybody who's watching her show, who's that person walking around in the background? It's not Portia. Is that, is that Portia Degrassi? Neil Grass Tyson's sister? No. And anywho, well... And here's- I'm all mixed up Last show was J. Crew That was our little title was Crew But the podcast picture is of Basil the Boxer and I I had a very scary moment And I'll let the Basil the Boxer Explain in detail what happened But this morning I carried him over to This other room And I set him down on his bed And all of a sudden he had this look on his face Like he wasn't there And He might have had like a little Stroke or something I don't know But he's doing great now But I thought Yeah Basil I thought I lost you. I mean he's old He's pretty dang old And he ha- he's hanging in there But I thought it was it It was pretty scary I just I know Basil I know But he's here now And he's resting And he seems to be doing good He drank a lot of water I took him to the park He got to see Joe and Bunny We had a great day with my lovely lady friend We ate hummus and those chips that make you really thirsty The pita chips Because they put sea salt on them And sea salt makes you see The water fountain Oh wait, all the water fountains are closed at the park So I was thirsty It's a, But we had some delicious fruit And some cupcakes Because we're still celebrating Bunny's birthday and then I was telling Joe about the last time we saw him and his lovely wife that there was a interesting incident that happened later in the day after we saw them that involved someone putting something on the air that they shouldn't have. But, well, we can't go into that. At any rate, things happen in this world is what I'm saying. And Spain, good things are happening in Spain... And that is Spanish adults are jogging and cycling again For the first time after seven weeks of coronavirus lockdown And that was one of Europe's strictest It was eased for children a week ago Yet the amount of outdoor exercise time remains limited There are now exercise slots for different age groups And you think you have it tough where you are Most adults can walk or play sports Between 6 to 10 a.m. And then later on, between 8 p.m. and 11 p.m., they stay up late over there. They have dinner. I, this is what I heard that they have dinner late and all that. Spain's official death toll is a humongous, shocking 24,824. But the rate of fatalities has actually dropped. Italy has Europe's highest death toll, followed by England and then Spain. In Barcelona, runners and cyclists crowded paths Near the beach In Madrid, residents voiced relief to be finally exercising outdoors And they were the ones, I think And we started copying them Where every night, was it like at 8? Or sometime in the evening, they would start to sing They'd go out on their balconies I guess there's a lot of balconies in Spain They'd go out on their balconies and they'd sing And then we tried to do that in San Francisco We tried to do the I lost my heart in San Francisco Everybody singing at once at like noon A week ago As we are doing this show on Saturday It was a week ago Meanwhile, speaking of San Francisco House Speaker Nancy Pelosi Of course from the Bay Area And Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell In a rare joint statement Today Yes, and that's very rare Because they're usually at each other's throats Declined an offer from the White House to make rapid COVID-19 tests available for Congress. Why? Pelosi and McConnell said together, Congress is grateful for the administration's generous offer to deploy rapid COVID-19 testing capabilities to Capitol Hill, but we respectfully decline the offer at this time. Our country's testing capabilities are continuing to scale up nationwide, and Congress wants to keep directing resources to the frontline facilities where they can do the most good The most quickly That's interesting President Trump tweeted No reason to turn it down except politics We have plenty of testing Maybe you need a new doctor over there Crazy Nancy will use it as an excuse not to show up to work Uh, Hello Your other guy (laughs) Your other guy McConnell Agreed with her Just I don't know But they'll kiss and make up And everybody will be happy won't they Excuse me I just barged right through the door Of Cafe Anyway Located somewhere in Podcaster Valley The last place on earth So there was a time Science fiction was pretty good I was discussing with Joe and Bunny today Charlton Heston Who was a very staunch Republican Towards the end of his life Duh, uh, You'll take this gun away from me From my cold dead hands But he In the 60s and 70s Did a lot of Sci-fi movies And by a lot I mean quite a few I think he did two Planet of the Apes movies I think Well the first one he was definitely in The second one he was kind of in Then he did Omega Man I believe that was written by Michael Crichton who would later do Jurassic Park And Andromeda Strain Which has a lot to do with what's going on in today's world Trying to find that Elusive coronavirus What what will kill the coronavirus So And then he was also in Soylent Green Soylent Green are people And it's actually people And you're eating people We were discussing this I am not a huge fan of science fiction anymore I am not a fan of any science fiction that comes out I am quite upset With science fiction that comes out these days The Science fiction show That is the closest to my heart And this goes back to England Is Doctor Who I have discussed Doctor Who before In the most recent season The writer The showrunner of the show Chris Chibnall Where there is video As I've mentioned On the podcast That there is video of him When he's something like Fifteen On some BBC show Complaining about Doctor Who Which back then was The uh, Colin Baker Doctor Okay, so in his most recent episode, which was the season finale, he said, he he made it, this, this now is now canon, in Doctor Who, that the hero of the show known as the Doctor, who is the time traveler from Gallifrey, is actually, in fact, not a Gallifreyan, but some mystery, we don't know where the Doctor is from originally. But the Doctor has always had this ability to uh, avert death. Whenever he is mortally wounded, he will suddenly regenerate into another body. And it could be a female. Now it's a she. And currently the Doctor is a she. And so apparently... Now it used to be, and this was a very important part of being a Doctor Who fan, was that there was up to Peter Capaldi... There had been 11 doctors. Let's see. Can we name them all? And yes, this is a, I think this is a queer as folk reference. In one of the episodes, one of the characters was able to, uh, Doctor Who was big in the, in the gay community. But I'm, I'm not in that community, but I can still uh, recite for you all the doctors. There was, um, the first one was the guy, the old guy. And then the second one was, was the other old guy. No, he was not less old. Um, okay, I'm jumping, my brain's jumping around. John Pertwee was the third one. Uh, Paul McGon was the ninth, the eighth one. The ninth one was Christopher Eccleston. Tenth one was um, N- Neil Tennant. The Then somewhere in between Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant, there was... John Hurt There was Tom Baker The one that I'm ever seeing when I was a kid He was in the 70s And the 80s So a huge chunk of time He was the doctor After him was Peter Davidson Peter Davidson's daughter Is married to Neil Tennant Which is odd and interesting Uh, Then there is the The latest Doctor Peter Capald Well that was the one before Now uh, Jodie Whittaker Why am I blanking on the first two doctors? Holy Toledo. I should know that. That's uh, because I keep wanting to say Pat Monahan, but that's the lead singer of Train. It's something like that. So, Pat Monahan, and then the first guy was uh, William Hartnell. Thank you. Just thought of it. William Hartnell, and then Patrick Monahan. That's right. I'll eventually think of the second one, but he was good. They were all fantastic. So, that was the canon. That was there were your doctors. Oh, I'm from. I'm sorry, Sylvester McCoy. He was the one right before uh, Paul McGann. Paul McGann was really only the Doctor in that we saw visually. He was in one movie that came out in 1996 that was on Fox, and they were trying to. Fox was trying to make this a new TV series because they were very different. They were brand new. They didn't really have a science fiction show except for X Files. And here this show had been huge in England And there was a guy, a big uh, American movie producer Who had grown up in England and loved Doctor Who And said, why isn't this show still on the air It had been off since 89 He said, I'm going to bring it back And when you watch it now It's kind of, it's not the best thing In the world, I mean it's not awful But it's They did a a really good job When they rebooted it in, uh, In 2005 my point being, that, though, that Chris Chibnall has said, No, those are not the Doctors. There are a billion other Doctors. Because the Doctors regenerated so many times. He could, There could be thousands of Doctors that have existed over the years. And that just rubs all of us hardcore old Doctor Who fans the wrong way. Why would you do that? And I don't really want to watch it anymore. I'm done with it. Even though I like the actors that are on the new show, but... It's too bad you went this route, Chris Chibnall. So what I'm saying is, is that sci-fi lately has just let me down. Even your your superhero sci-fi, your Avengers. Come on, that really annoyed me that they introduced time travel to the whole. And in fact, the Russo brothers recently said that that was one of the hardest things to do with the Last Avengers. Aside from saying goodbye to everyone, like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, was to try and explain time travel. And they had this scene with the Hulk where they're trying to, they said that was just too difficult. It was, they had to do it in order to bring everybody back. And I just hate that. That's jumping the shark. That just annoys me. And so, I know. And then the Star Wars, the Star Wars trilogy, or what do you call nine of them? The nine on G, the nine on G. I don't, I do not like the nine on G. I loved the third one that they made, Return of the Jedi. People still love that movie, even though it was with the Ewoks. It was on, uh, was it Endor? And there was the battle, and it was just. People look back on it glowingly They probably all love the first one That they made in 76 77 But the whole What they did to the oh, The past several years What they've done It's just ugh. So to sum up Sci-fi sucks And you've got some Netflix sci-fi shows I haven't really watched those yet Maybe that's something I need to watch Maybe some of the stuff that's on Amazon Prime I don't know Cafe, I don't know But it's interesting though At the same time We're having all this stuff going on We're living in a sci-fi world Where we've got this contagion going on This Andromeda strain going on And we're dealing with that It kind of reminded me all of September 11th John Stewart, when he brought back the Daily Show, all the talk show hosts, all the funny talk show hosts, the late night comedians, they stayed off the airwaves. Even Saturday Night Live was off for about two to three weeks. And finally, John Stewart came back and he said, and, and he, he basically broke down in tears. And he said that somebody said, and this was the crux of what he had to say. Look it up online. There's the whole speech is online, the, the, the video is online of him doing this. And he said, after 9 11, that somebody said that comedy is dead, irony is dead, and he said that's just terrible. That's and he listed a bunch of reasons for why you can't say irony is dead because you know basically the whole thing that George Bush said you can't let you can't let the terrorists win. You got to go out and shop. You got to go out and laugh. You got to pick up your life again. And everybody was afraid to laugh for the longest time, and then suddenly we start getting the jokes about, "Oh my gosh, Rumsfeld, how long are you going to have the national warning light color at red, or or look out, or oh no, we're in trouble?" Like every, there was no, and then everybody made fun of the the things that the TSA was doing. Like you couldn't get through the airport without wasting three hours getting through the airport line and they were checking you for everything and we complained about that. And that helped to put us put some distance between us and the terribleness that was going on, the horrid the horrid situation that shocked us all, that the the death of all those people and the tragic way that it happened and us being invaded and all that. Now New York is being invaded yet again. Over the past several months It's been terrible there And I know I, I said Como I made a little joke about that But Governor Como is doing the best he can And it's just It's like the whole thing's happening again But yet Have you noticed we're, we're still able to laugh I don't know If the 9-11 made us stronger But we are so like We were so ready to laugh about this Weren't we Even though people are dying Lots of people are dying We were able to laugh Because It's a whole odd situation And we're doing odd things like wearing face masks In public And we're laughing at the president Trying to talk off top of the cuff Which is not easy My friend As much as we laugh at the president I will defend him and say that is not easy And I know That yes we expect more for someone In a position like that But at the same time The human side of me says "Eh, If I was up there I'd probably suck too And he's doing the best he can He's trying to show strength He's not wearing a face mask And yes uh, Fauci's got to correct him And yes Fauci is not going to Give testimony against the president But you know what This is probably the worst time to do that Why are we doing it now Sorry to sound like a conservative talk show host But it is absolutely ridiculous Of all the times Yes we'll put his feet to the fire later He is a human being and at the same time He is the president of the United States And If something, you know, things happen To our country, if something happens to him And he doesn't show strength and all that You gotta, there's a pillar involved And so I just There's going to be time To talk to Fauci about all this later But still What does that do us To do that now Let's focus on the problem At hand and get it done so With that being said That's just I don't know If you're extremely liberal If you call yourself liberal Test your, your gut right now And think about the The rational world Of let's say Okay your house is on fire What do you do? You save the cat You save You save the living beings in your house first The kids The The husband Whatever Save them And then the rest If you can't get it You can't get it That's it You do the best you can I'm just saying It's not the best time At any rate Moving on Oh So what I'm saying is uh, That shows how strong we are As Americans That we're able to laugh About stuff now We're able to laugh About things that are Just ridiculous And Saturday Night Live Is back It did take them a little while But they've come up with some format that works for him and even though for them and even though I criticize it and say this is ridiculous and it's all just people staring at the camera and it's all it's just a it's it's a much highly much more professional way. It's like you put the YouTube uh, stars and their low tech that they have and kicked it up a notch with the expensive huge budget that the NBC people have. And now you've got Siren Live that's able to be done. And I guess it's the only way it can be done, but it does look to me like uh YouTube people. Oh look who's here. Hi, Mike! It's Benita the Radio Queen. How ya doing? And to this field player tell you what What? I really like hummus. You do, hummus. Oh we had hummus at the park today, it was very good. That's good, Mock. I hope everything turns out good for your dog. He's doing good right now. He seems healthy. Ah, It's tough. It's been an interesting Saturday. Oh, not to mention... Somebody called in sick. Like, just before their shift. They called in sick, so I had to take care of that. That's always fun to do, if you're a manager. What? I don't have anyone else to... Oh... But then I should be thankful that I have a job. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. I have some right now. I have a completely normal voice. oh boy. Thank you for that wonderful root beer. Mm-mm. So good. Oh, well. Ah. Thank you. There's no coronavirus in it. I appreciate it. Oh boy. Drink it right now. i cut you. You said that so friendly-ish Next show it'll be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley I hope it's a good day We'll do the best we can, right? Let's do that And maybe next show I'll talk about Why did I even pull up this piece of paper? I saved these little pieces of paper for my show And I'm looking at it now And let's see Oh, this was something Yeah, oh, real quick So, I got this thing from PG&E to tell me where we get our electricity from. And if you... So, in the Bay Area, or the East Bay anyway, most of the electricity, according to this graph, comes from nuclear power? Is that even... Really? Wow. And then after that... it Oh... Oh wait, no, edging past it By just a couple percentage points Is renewable energy Oh, that's good, that makes me feel a little better And that would be wind Yes, we actually use wind power here In California It can be done I can't believe how many people hate wind power There's always wind There's always wind It's a windy day today Make the dang windmills Oh, but they sound horrible I Use better oil on them, I don't know Solar energy Looks like, though, wind is the biggest part. Wind? No, wait. Solar energy is. Then comes wind. This is here in California, obviously. Uh, then comes biomass, biowaste. That's interesting they use that. Geothermal. That's the gas is coming out of the ground. Biomass, biowaste would be your taking... That's... I don't really know. I just know biofuel is like you take uh, french fry oil and you can make... Diesel out of it biodiesel. Biodiesel As the Germans say And an eligible hydroelectric Oh okay so like that was when I was up at Lake Shasta And they have this Huge facility with huge turbines Making electricity From all the water coming through That tiny little area That the water is coming down Out of the dam That's fantastic So I just thought that was fascinating And then nuclear energy is big Well I didn't know that and now You and I both do Next show will be cool I will not be however on KKDV.com Tomorrow because of well the Reasons I mentioned last show So maybe next weekend That'll be cool but we'll try And bring you another podcast soon Tell me what you think about all this You can call me at 336MM daily 3 plus 3 equals 6MM As in Mike Matthews daily As in what this podcast has been now For over a week, yay us And you can also email me And here's Ariel with more info on that Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced And performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show And read his blog at Podcast.com. Email Mike now